Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of Resilience is My Beauty with yours truly, Tawanta J. What's going on, family? How are you all doing? I hope everyone is doing amazing. Everyone is feeling good today, this morning, this evening, depending on what time you are listening to me right now. So you know what's up. You know what's up. Come on in. Come on in the room, honey. Go ahead and drop your bags. Go ahead and grab you something to drink, whether it's cold water, whether it's a glass of champagne, whether it's a glass of wine, whether it's a cup of coffee or tea, whatever floats your boat, okay? And just come on in our special room. Go ahead, have a sit down. Go ahead and prop your feet up on that special chair. Take a deep breath in. Exhale slow. Come on, let's do it again. Take a deep breath in. Mm, and exhale slow. Hey, 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 what's happening, family? <laughs> hey, my beautiful people, how are you all doing? Oh, my goodness, it is so good. It's so good to be back on this platform and to be with my family again. I hope everyone is doing good. I missed you guys. I hope you enjoyed uh, this past week uh, uh, episode. I really am surprised by the love of your guy of you guys. Oh my goodness, it's just blowing me away, man. I'm just so grateful. I take it all in. I'm just so humbled, you know, by the love and the support of my listeners, man. It's just a blessing, man. It's just a blessing. And you know, guys, I just, you know, I'm just so man, I'm so excited about you know, uh, the viewers, the listeners and how it has, this platform has grown my gosh. And it's still growing. The numbers are still increasing little by little. And I'm grateful for the little, you know, a lot of times we get so caught up with the big stuff. You know, I want this, I want that. You want a lot of that, but we needed to slow down. Right. And just, man, just be grateful for the little, yeah, just be grateful for the little. So yeah, I'm grateful for the little right now. You know, like I said, the numbers are growing and I'm just like, I'm just a little kid with a candy right now. So, you know, uh, I started last week when I spoke to you guys last week, you know, I was, uh, out of town. Um, and I had mentioned to you that I had lost my sister-in-law and, um, and, uh, thank God, you know, we made it back home safely. So I'm back in the state of Michigan. I'm home with my babies and all that good stuff. Well, they're not babies anymore, but you know, they're my babies. <laughs> and, uh, you know, it was, it was, uh, it was a sweet, uh, ending, you know, uh, sombering ending, if you will. Uh, but we made it through, we made it through. Right. Um, but at that time when I was there, I had mentioned to you guys about what I had came across, you know, uh, you know, I've been uh, checking my uh, statistics here on my on anchor.fm. This is where I actually do my podcast from. And, you know, I was just, you know, tripping out, man. I was just so, uh, you know, looking at the stats of the geographic location and I didn't realize that, you know, they had broken down for me to the fullest detail of where my listeners are listening from. And, you know, so yeah, you know, it says United States, but when I click on the United States, there's a long list of states that I'm like, what? <laughs> you know, and then when I click on that state, then it breaks it down to the cities within that state that is, you know, that has been listening to my podcast, man. And I'm just tripping on that. I was like, oh my goodness. And even with that, you know, just go on the other side of the world. 
the United Kingdom, man. Oh my goodness gracious. Same thing. You know, I click on those countries and I click on the the area in that country and it just mind boggling. It just blows my mind. And so I started last week by just giving out shout outs. I have to do that, man. I started giving out shout outs to, you know, certain, um, certain states and cities and even a couple of countries as well. And I want to continue to do that because man, you guys have really been a blessing to this platform. You have been a blessing to my podcast, man. I, I, I am so grateful and so honored and so humbled by the support and the love that is coming from everyone that is listening to the sound of my voice. And I just have to let you guys know that I, that I see you and I feel your love and I feel your support, and I just have to say thank you. So how I'm going to do that, I'm going to go ahead and just call out the states and the cities, and I'm not going to do it all because Lord knows it is a lot. Yes, it is. I'm just going to just do a little bit, <laughs> you know, and uh, then I'm going to move on into my uh, to my topic today, and uh, we're going to talk some more about, you know, getting your house in order because you guys remember a couple of weeks past that I had wanted to do like a series you know, being as though I had dealt with so much for the past uh, month, uh, over a month now with losing three uh, family members back to back within that one month, you know, and uh, yeah, it was a lot. It was a lot. But I wanted to just really dig deep and talk about these things because, you know, we as, you know, a culture and depending on the culture that you are affiliated with or what have you, you know, death is, well, death is not an easy conversation for anybody. Just keep it real, you know? Um, but people really do, you know, shy away from that, that conversation, you know, trying to really make things right, you know, trying to set the plans, you know, uh, so God forbid, if that person passes away that, you know, the, the, those who are left behind won't have to struggle, don't have to, you don't have to deal with the weight of what, you know, what you left behind, you know, and not even just the fact of, you know, dying, but just dealing with issues now, you know, because you, I mean, God forbid, you know, if you die now, there's a lot of issues that, you know, still will be left unresolved. You know what I mean? So I just really want to really tap into that. And I hope, and I pray honestly, um, that, you know, those who are listening will really take it all in, you know, and really be that, uh, be that voice, you know, instead of waiting for someone in the family to go ahead and, you know, be that judge with the gavel and, you know, and say, okay, hear ye, hear ye. <laughs> no, why don't you be that person and say, okay, it is time to break this chain. It is time to break this stronghold. It is time to break this generational pattern, this generational curse. We need to, we need to get together. We need to stop this mess now because we have kids coming up. We have future generations coming up and we don't want this same pattern or behavior to, to leak into our children of tomorrow, our future. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, I'm going to definitely get into that and talk about that a little bit more because you know this is a pat my podcast that I speak truth and nothing but the truth I ain't got no shame about it okay because some uh, listen life's too short okay I have witnessed that okay <laughs> life is precious life is valuable and child we just don't have the time to dilly dally and just walk over stuff and act like it doesn't exist we can't do that no more 
We can't do that no more. So, yeah, we're going to get started with that in a few minutes. But let me go ahead and start doing my shout outs. Now, y'all forgive me because I'll be honest with you. I don't even remember the last state I stopped on last week. So if I go ahead and repeat the states, it's OK. I'm still showing love um, and all that good stuff. So. I'm going to go ahead and I'm just going to start off right off the bat with Georgia. Uh, Give a a shout out to the state of Georgia. Uh, You guys have been amazing. Uh, Stockbridge, Lawrenceville, Atlanta, Riverdale, Augusta, Waynesboro, Albany, Conyers, and LaGrange. Oh my gosh, guys, thank you for the love. Uh, The majority of those listeners are in Stockbridge. 61% of you guys are actually uh, have been listening to my podcast. And man, I just want to say thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you for that love. We're going to continue on and I'm going to give my shout out. Hold on. Let's see. Let me get it right here because <laughs> we're just everywhere. Let me see. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Uh, let's see. Colorado. I want to say thank you to Colorado for their love. You guys are amazing. Denver, Evergreen, Arvada, Woodland Park, Parker, Pueblo, 65% of you guys in Denver, Colorado have been have been listening uh, to my podcast. And man, oh man, I am so forever grateful for the love and uh, for the support. Thank you so much. Let's go to Illinois. Illinois, thank you for the love. Thank you. Chicago, Buffalo Grove, West Chicago, and Shorewood. 88% of my people in Chicago, Illinois, come through, come through. <laughs> My, 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 you guys are amazing. Thank you so much for the love. And I hope that what you hear on my podcast, the episodes that I have posted, I hope it's truly been a blessing to you guys. Uh, and it has really changed, um, have you to make some changes in your life for sure. My birthplace, New Jersey. What's up, Brick City? Newark, New Jersey. Come through, come through. Well, even though Newark, you're not on this list, but you know what? I'm not giving up on you guys. Okay, come on. This come on. We gotta we gotta share this podcast, New Jersey family. All right, Atlantic Highlands, Middletown, Sparta, Plainfield, New Jersey. What's up, Hoffman? Oh, there is Newark. My bad. <laughs> My bad. I know you guys saying that. Huh? Wait, hold up. Wait a minute. Uh, yeah, I've been watching. I've been listening to you. <laughs> okay, Newark, Piscataway. What's up? And uh, Ap- Ap- Aps- Aps- what is it? Absicon? I've never heard of that city before. Where are you guys? Where are you guys located? Wonderful. But anyway, 37% of you guys in Atlanta Highlands and 20% in Middletown and 17% in Sparta, 6% in Plainfield Hoffman and 3% all the way down to Newark. Uh, Thank you guys for the love. I appreciate you so, so very much. And we're going to do one more and that will be New York. Hello, New York City. What is up? Brooklyn in the house. The Bronx, Valley College, Harrison, Hicksville, New York, Jamaica, Glen Cove, and Poughkeepsie, New York. What's up, family? Oh, my goodness. Brooklyn, you are on the top 41%. The Bronx, 20%. Valley College, 17%. Guys, thank you so much for for the love. Now we're going to go ahead and uh, trip on over to um, to United Kingdom here. And um, like I said, I don't remember where exactly I stopped, but I'm going to go right here to Greece. Yes, in central Macedonia, Attica, um, 
Ionin Islands. I think I pronounced it wrong, but please forgive me if I mispronounced the name. It's not intentional. Uh, Thessaly in East Macedonia and Thrace. So 90% uh, Central Macedonia in Greece. Thank you, love, for the for the support, guys. I truly, truly, I can't believe in Greece. That is the place where I've always wanted to go. I'm still going to hold on to that dream. Uh, I can't, I want to go to Greece so bad. Oh, I just love it. Oh, my goodness. So we're going to move on to India. Yes, India. Can you believe my podcast is all the way over in India? So again, forgive me for mispronouncing your beautiful uh, city, guys. I am totally trying my best to make sure I pronounce it um, best on what I see it here. So you have uh, Gujarat, I think, uh, Telangana, uh, Maha, uh, Maha. Maharsharat. Ah, I don't know if I said that right. Um, what's this? Karnataka, Bihar, uh, Uttar Pradesh, National Capital Territory of Delhi. Uh, we got um, Madha Pradesh, uh, Jakard, West Bengal, and Odisha, I think. Uh, so 51% is uh, in Agu. Uh, Guharat, uh, thank you all for your support and love. This is amazing, man. In India, what? Wow, this is just mind-boggling. We go to South Korea. Yes, y'all, South Korea. Now, listen, I cannot pronounce this one, but I'm going to do my best. Uh, let's see. Uh, Ying, Ying Yongi Do, 94%. Then uh, Seoul. 3% and uh uh Jelabok do 1%. Wow, that is amazing. Thank you so much, South Korea, for your support and love. That means so much. And then we're going to go to Taiwan. Taiwan, yes, y'all. Taiwan. So we have uh Taichung City, uh Koshiong, uh um Hinshu, uh Tainan. And um, Mayali, I think, Changhua, uh, Taiyong, uh, Hulian, and Nantu. Okay, uh, so Tabai City, uh, Tabai City is 51%. So, guys, thank you so much uh, for your love in Taiwan. I truly appreciate it. And last but not least, we're going to stop here. We're going to go to Germany. Yes, V Gates. Oh my goodness, did I say it right? <laughs> did I say it right? I hope I said it right. <laughs> oh my goodness. We got uh, Hesse Land Berlin, uh, Banden Württemberg region, uh, Thur Thur Thuringia, I think, uh, Schleswig Holstein, uh, North uh, North Rhine uh, West Westphia. Uh, Saxony, Hamburg, and Brattenburg. So yes, Germany, thank you so much uh, for your love and your support. I truly do appreciate you guys so, so very much. And listen, y'all, I, I mean, I want to do this on purpose in terms of 
just, you know, calling out those locations um, because, you know, hey, they didn't have to listen to me. You know what I'm saying? And I don't want to miss anybody out. And I just want them to know that, yeah, I see you and I, 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 I applaud you for just taking the time out to listen to this podcast. It really does mean a lot. So we're going to continue on this next time when I come on. And uh, as I say, guys, this is a long list <laughs> of countries, man, that, you know, I cannot do in one take anyway. So yeah, we are going to continue on next week. So now let's go ahead and talk a little bit real quick um, about family affair. Okay, so this is basically, I would say, like uh, maybe the first um, first phase, if you will, of getting your house in order or getting your life in order series. And um, so we're going to talk about family affairs. Now, let's break it down a little bit in regards to what uh, does what does family affair mean? So if you just think of family, you automatically think of you know unified a household, you know um, parent parents and their children, you know a nucleus right there of a group of people uh, that is in the same you know uh, the same um, uh, a, a century, if you will, the same uh, current uh, status uh, in that household or in that family line if you will, right? And let's go with affairs. So when we say affairs, we're talking about, you know, uh, work or activities, you know, um, you know, done, you know, for a purpose, you know, um, a matter that concerns or, you know, or involve someone um, in that family, in that, uh, in that household or in that, uh, that nucleus of people, a group of people or what have you. Um, there's some activities that, you know, as a family unit, we do together, you know, to strengthen the bond of the family or just to strengthen the brand of that family or the name of that family. You know, some, there's the good activities and yeah, there's some bad activities, right? <laughs> um, you know, there's some work, and honestly, when it comes to family, you know what? It's always work that needs to be done. We cannot sit and just ignore, you know, the things that has not been dealt with. That's why we have so much tension in the family household or so much tension in the extended family relationships because we just, you know, run away from the issues and we don't resolve it. You know what I'm saying? And so we need to really start dealing with these issues. We need to start dealing with these affairs. I consider these different activities um, that needs to be worked on. And what I mean by the different activities, well, let's talk about it. You know, talk about death. Now, I'm a personal witness, okay, because I have dealt with three of them in the past uh, month, and almost over a month now, right? And I have seen how it has triggered, uh, you know, family, um, uh, you know, uh, uh, emotions and how it just coughed up or birthed up or, or not even birthed up, honestly, no. How it just pretty much just... Uh, pulled out of the, the, the darkness of things that was hidden for a long time. Okay. And it shocked 
the, it shocked everybody or it shocked those individuals that found out the truth of somebody or, you know, or someone or what have you. And then we, the other activities are addictions, you know, family members have been dealing with some addictions going on. Some have been private, some have been kept under the rug and there's some that people boldly knew, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That some people pretty much, uh, you know, welcomed in the addiction, you know, and whatnot. And, and whether it's good or bad, most time, most cases, some of these addictions are not good. Uh, but again, uh, it, it does not, a lot of the families don't talk about it or don't want to talk about it. They kind of brush away from it. And then the other activities, money issues, money problems. And I can tell you, I can, I can tell you from personal experience how we had to deal with finances in terms of burying our loved ones, you know, and how it was a challenge for family members to really, you know, to stop thinking about themselves and just really just put up and shut up. <laughs> I'm just saying the truth, you know what I mean? You know, and, and it doesn't, you know, just put in what you can, you know what I mean? And not just leave it to that one person to handle all of the necessity uh, issues and all that stuff, you know, mental illness, you know, that's another activity that, that a lot of families are dealing with today, man. There's a lot of mental illnesses and it doesn't always necessarily mean that somebody's bipolar or somebody is, you know, um, uh, you have a bad, uh, mental break in the, in, 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 in their life or whatever, what have you mental illness, man, is just dealing with depression, you know, that, that, that's something there that we experienced, you know, uh, there's a lot of people in the family that are dealing with some deep, dark, uh, mental, um, you know, ailments, um, that really nobody noticed or wanted or wanted, or wanted to witness or, or talk about. They, again, they just brushed it under the rug and kept it going until it was too late. You know what I'm saying? Um, and then you have, you know, separation, divorce, you know, even though that person or that parent or that loved one had been separated or divorced for maybe years, but yet it still plays, it, it still triggers. It still triggers, uh, the children, even though the children may be grown adults or what have you, but it still hurts them to some effect or whatever. You'd be surprised how, you know, uh, uh, you know, uh, issues, pains, you know, starts to erupt when it comes to a sensitive matter in the family, especially when death happens, you know, and then what family does come together you know, they see each other and they haven't seen each other since the last funeral or maybe a Thanksgiving or what have you, you know, their, their, uh, feelings amongst each other is not always, uh, you know, cordial. It's not always lovable. Okay. Trust me. I know. Cause I've, I've seen it. Okay. I have seen it. I have witnesses witnessed it. And I could tell you, yeah, it, it, it's a, it's a problem. It's a problem, right? So you know, these are issues that, you know, problems that, you know, that definitely can lead, you know, to hostile uh, disagreements and tension and resentment. And I can tell you um, that I have witnessed it. I've seen it. Um, I've experienced it all through my years uh, with my own personal family on my mom's side of family and, you know, even on my husband's side of the family. And, you know, family, you know, we are, family are special. Family members are special. At the end of the day, 
whoo Lord, <laughs> at the end of the day, you still got to love them. You know, it, despite their, their quirkiness, despite their issues, their drama or pettiness or whatever you want to call it at the end of the day, you know, they're still family. <laughs> You know, you wish you had an eraser or something. You could just erase some of their bad behaviors or their or their their bad mannerisms or whatever and just replace it with some kindness or replace it with some joy or with some peace or whatever. You know what I mean? Just something just to, you know, just to go through the day, you know. <laughs> um, that's just my own personal idea. You know, I don't know how you feel about it, but that's just how I feel about it sometimes. But, you know at the end of the day, it, it, you still have to love your family. And as I said before, you know, the family affair that, you know, we as family deal with, we need to bring it to the table. It needs to be dealt with. It needs to be discussed. I can tell you from personal experience, you know, with my, uh, my in-laws, you know, where we were, um, you know, discussing, you know, uh, ways of how to move forward into getting my sister-in-law's son who is disabled into a better facility that will give him the 24-hour care that he rightfully needs and deserve um, and how we need to also deal with you know taking proper care of each other and doing the necessary uh, paperwork you know in terms of life insurance and also dealing with health insurance and, you know, and how to really make sure that we do follow up and going to the doctor and going to uh, counseling or whatever it is so we can, you know, um, start living our life accordingly while we still have time on this earth and not continue to waste another day, you know, still walking in your misery, still walking in your, your depression and walking into your darkness, you know, and, you know, and then when things get a little bit uncomfortable, then you gonna go raise holy hell, you know, <laughs> at everybody else, you know, and, and we can't, we can't deal with that, man. We cannot deal with it. Or people just find a way to just, you know, uh, to, uh, avoid, you know, the, the, the chaos, by, you know, submerging in, in their own way, you know, put, building this, uh, this block or building this wall, right. Uh, to protect their emotions, you know, because they really don't want to deal with the agony. They don't want to deal with the pain. They don't want to deal with what they're experiencing. So they, they cover up, they cover up their trueness. They cover up their hurt. They cover up, you know, how they really feel. Okay, about so-and-so, how they really feel about the passing of their father or their mother or their sibling, how they really feel about, you know, their sibling that did not really contribute like they should have from day one, not yesterday or a week ago or two weeks ago, but from day one. You know what I'm saying? But no, we got family members that just, you know, they just... They're going to shut up or put up. They're just going to shut it up and put it up somewhere. They don't want to deal with the affairs. They don't want to deal with the, with the, with the family. They don't want to deal with the, with the conversation. So they just, you know, self-medicate their misery. They self-medicate their problems. They self-medicate, you know, their depression and not, not realizing that they're killing themselves. They are actually building a grave inside, inside their, in their hearts and their minds and their spirit. They are really, you know, creating this, this, um, mm, 
this eulogy of, of sadness, this eulogy of, 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 of ending uh, their life, even though they're alive, but yet, you know, through all of this pain and turmoil and grief, they pretty much are eulogizing their life right now. And, and, and it's just sad how, you know, a lot of family members, especially in, in the black culture and the black community, Lord have mercy. We, we, we got to do better. Come on with it. We have to do better. And that's not saying all uh, uh, black um, families are not doing what they are supposed to do. There are some families that have done it. They've done it properly and in order. They have talked about it. They dealt with it. They already got their papers together. They already put, you know, purchased their plots, all of that. They got it set up. Thank God for those who do. But the majority of us, man, we still tripping. We still running away from the, the, the most important thing that needs to be dealt with. You know, we see people dying every day. We don't know the day or the hour, right? And then when somebody un- unexpectedly gets killed or gets sick or they die or what have you, when does it leave you? Where does it leave you? You don't have no funds. You you don't have uh, n- no insurance or anything to support the, nece- the necessary things that you need to do, you know, for to get this young man or young woman a proper burial. You know what I mean? And it's 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 very taxing and it's stressing and it's frustrating uh, all in one, you know, and we cannot continue to just be ignorant of that black people. I'm just calling you out. Yes, we cannot continue to be ignorant of that. We have to do better. We can do better, but we cannot continue to ignore what needs to be rightfully done. Right. And it can be done. You know, I mean, I don't understand when we want to say, okay, I'm going to talk about life insurance. Okay. I'm going to talk about my death. And I know everybody be like, excuse you. What, what are you talking about? You, you what? you just, what happened? That's not what I'm saying. (laughs) You know, you're healthy, you're fine, but we do need to have this discussion, guys, you know, because I don't want to die and, and knowing that you guys going to be trying to scrape every, every nickel and dime and quarter to make sure that I have a proper b- burial, you know, and then you guys are still struggling on the end here, trying to pay the bills, trying to pay the rent or the mortgage and all this other stuff, or it's going to leave you behind because whatever you saved up, you had to use it towards my funeral. You see what I'm saying? And so we cannot do that to each other. We cannot continue to, you know, uh, pour that burden on, on other family members like that. We got to do better y'all. But before Before we even get to that, we need to deal with the issues as well. We need to deal with the, the, you know, the tension and the resentment and the bitterness. We need to deal with, you know, what caused this family to separate from each other. What caused this family not to love each other the way we used to when we were younger, when our family came together on family, um, you know, on family outings and all of those things. What happened? You know what I mean? What, 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 why can't we just get along? Why can't we just have a fellowship in one day and just really have great memories instead of, you know, starting off fine, 
But then after a while, somebody has to come up and cough up some stuff and start causing confusion and disorder. And the next thing you know, everybody wants to fight or everybody just like, you know what? I'm just going to get the hell out of here. You know, I'm just going to leave. I'm not coming back here no more. You know what? I'm not going to deal with this. I'm, uh, I'm just ready to go blah, blah, blah and slam in the door or just not coming back. Oh, my goodness. How many of you have dealt with that before? How many of you have experienced that before? And what does it do? It just it just leaves this illness inside. It leaves this dis-ease inside. And it doesn't help this family at all. It doesn't help the 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 you know the 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 nucleus of it. It doesn't it doesn't help you. It doesn't help them. It doesn't help your children. You know, this generational pattern, this generational curse or this generational bad habit, it has to stop today. It has to stop now. Now, I'm not saying that things are going to be picture picture perfect or, you know, daffodils and roses. No, because it's going to be a process to heal because we don't know how deep that scar really is. We don't know how deep, you know, that that trauma really is in that person. We don't know, you know, but when we bring it to the table, okay, when we sit down at the table and we discuss it, you know, be ready to listen, be ready to be sympathetic, be ready to be understanding, be ready to be compassionate, be ready to, to hold that person and tell them, I love you, sis. I love you, nephew. I love you, niece. I love you, mom. I love you, dad. You know, don't go ahead and bat them upside the head. We're like, well, you know what? That's on you. You know, you should not have done in the first place. If you noticed what she was going to do, you should have said no, but you decided. So that's on you. How dare you say such a thing how dare you go ahead and and continue to put that dagger in that person's heart and still turning it how dare you do such a thing there are people who does stuff like that you know and even though in their minds they say oh well I didn't mean it like that I'm just being honest no you're being stupid right now okay I'm just being honest with you come on with it y'all ain't gonna be honest but I'm gonna be honest with you you're being stupid you're saying stuff that you shouldn't be saying sometimes we gotta learn to shut up and just really listen and then ask the Holy Spirit to give us words that would be a healing ointment to the soul of the brokenhearted. Period. You feeling me right now? Okay, because I have witnessed this for the past month. I have seen this in my own family as well as in my extended family. And I've seen it just in the outskirts of other people's lives, okay? And we cannot continue to deal with this. We cannot continue to run away. We cannot continue to ignore it. We cannot continue to deny. We have to stand up, put on our big girl panties or put on our man drawers, hello, and just be real with it, okay? What is going on with us? What is going on with us? We just run away from the truth. We can't continue to run away from the truth. We have to man up. We have to woman up. We have to stand down and say, okay, listen. I know this conversation is not going to be pleasant. I know this conversation is not going to be easy. I know this conversation is not going to feel good. But at the end of the day, we're going to we're going to we're going to deal with this situation and we're going to go ahead and we're going to find the solution. If we can't find the solution amongst ourselves and we're going to go ahead and get counseling. okay? because some situations does require some counseling. God created them. Right. He has gifted them with the ability to counsel. (laughs) 
So we do not need to run away in the corner and say, I ain't going to no psych or I ain't going to no therapist. Uh-uh, I ain't doing that. I ain't doing that. See, you, you are a fool and a half. You need to go. Because here's the problem. You're still dealing with the same beef that's been over 20-some years, and you still got issues with that person. You still got got issues with your sibling. You still got problems with your parents. You still got problems with your nephew or whoever. And here it is over 20-some years, and you 40-something, you 50-something years old, acting like a 16-year-old, cussing and fussing and all that stuff. No, you need counseling. You need help. You need to to grow up and really sit down and man up and woman up and speak your truth. Not speak at them, but speak to them. Share your heart. Let them know what's up. I'm not saying that things are going to get better, but this is just a start. We cannot continue to just ignore what is going on in the nucleus of the family. We cannot continue to hide our pain by smoking up cigarettes. We can't continue to just, you know, just pretend everything is fine, but yet when it's all said and done, you drinking up like a sailor. No, you cannot do that to yourself. You killing yourself. You're killing yourself, but yet you go ahead and put it on, on Facebook, everything all good and glorious. You put it on a smile and say, oh, I love your daughter. Oh, I love your son. Oh, you are the best thing ever. And I'm not saying that you don't mean it, that there's your babies and stuff. But at the end of the day, you know what's up. You know what issues that has not been dealt with accordingly and properly. You need to deal with it. Because inside of you, you are, you are eating on the inside. Inside of you, there are issues that has not been resolved. You have been self-medicating yourself. And let me tell you something, sugar, it ain't helping you because the pain still grows. It gets worse and worse and worse. You can medicate, self-medicate yourself by smoking up five packs of cigarettes a day or drinking up, you know, all your special type of spirits. You do whatever you want to. But when you get finally get sober, the pain's still there. It's either in front of your face or it's on Facebook or it's on your text. It's still there. Okay. We cannot continue to be ignorant of what is really right there in front of us. We can have a blessed family. We can enjoy each other. We can truly experience the abundance of family, the way God ordained it, the way God created it. But it does take us to do the job. It takes us to fix the issue. We can't always cry to God like, God, fix it. God, take care of it. God has done what he was supposed to do. Now it's up to us to man up, to woman up, to door head and bring it to everybody's attention. And deal with it the best way you know how. Yeah, I get it. Everybody's not going not gonna to feel comfortable when the truth comes out. Everybody's not going to handle the truth. Listen, a lot of people can't handle the truth. But let let me tell you, when you do hear the truth, what? The truth will set you free. Right? The word of God, his truth is real. Okay? And it sets us free. It don't feel good when he chastises us with his word. But at the end of the day, when you are ready to repent, when you're ready to make a change in your life, baby, that freedom feels mighty, mighty good. So yes, you go ahead and cleanse yourself and speak the truth. Yeah, you have loved ones that may not want to hear what what happened to you. You know, like, yeah, I got molested. Let me tell you something. When I was around, give or take 13, I guess. And I think I mentioned this to you guys before. My stepfather, my stepfather tried to molest me. 
Oh, yes, he did. That little trigger trying to try to touch me. Okay, in, in, in my valley of valleys. Okay, I'm gonna be nice. Okay, and told me to shh, told me to shh. He, he told me to shush. He know that was a bad mistake right there because I was like a trumpet sound. I called my mama. Mom! I said it 10 times louder than that, so I don't want to blow your ears out. But I called my mama. My mama came out of her room, and she's like, what's wrong? And I told her what 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 her husband did to me. Mm-hmm. Yes, I did. See, I'm not going to go ahead and try to keep something secretive when I know at that age that was wrong. I'm not going to dare support the devil's tactics. Absolutely not. I thank God for a mother that did not take her husband's side over mine. I'm so grateful to God that I had a mother that stood by her child and knew what was up. I'm so grateful I had a mother that was ready to pounce on that little dude and knock him upside to glory. I'm so glad I had a mama that just was not going to take no for an answer. She was not going, she did she not tolerate that. Now, what if I was that ch- that that child to just keep it a secret? Oh, absolutely not. I would have been miserable. I, I, I don't think I would have, I don't even think I would have uh, moved forward in my life properly and accordingly. No, I'm grateful to God that God had given me that unction, gave me that move to just go forward and say, devil, you a liar, and went on ahead and used my voice, my trumpet, and call out my mother. Just like I call out on Jesus when things not looking good, I call his name. When things not feeling right, I call his name. When I feel like somebody is hurting me emotionally, which I've been there, done that, hello, I call on his name. Because I know when I call on the name of Jesus, he is going to take care of it. He is going to protect me. He is going to cover me. And he will deal with those that had touched or that had caused harm to his anointed. Mm. Beloved, you got to understand who you are. You got to know who you are in Christ. If you have given your life to Christ, guess what? You are already covered by the anointing. You have the power of God all around you. And you have those angels that God has uh, uh, specifically assigned in your life to take care of you, to wrap themselves around you, to be a guard, to be a fence, right? To be that shelter for you right? So when it comes to the family, when it comes to the affairs of the family, you stand there and be bold. You stand there and be direct. You let them know, okay, family, we got to, we got to stay together. You know, we are shrinking by, we, we getting shorter and shorter as far as the numbers, because we are losing our, our, you know, our older generation. There's not much of them left. And we need to, we need to, you know, tighten this nucleus of unity of family. And we need to do better by healing one another, by helping each other, by loving each other, by being there for each other. Listen, there's a lot of secrets, man. Oh my God. There's a lot of stuff that I came across that blew my mind. Woo, Jesus. I was like, you got to be kidding me. When did that happen? Did they have a new? What? And it broke my heart. It broke my heart. You know, and I don't think nobody knows. You know what I mean? And here it is, you know, 
40 years, 20 years or whatever later. And yet people are still not aware of what took place in their life because there's still a lot of resentment. There's still a lot of anger or because they don't want uh, to cause any uh, damage in the relationship of that person um, that is, you know, really tight knit within the family and all of that. Bump that. I'm going to speak my truth. Guess what? <laughs> I'm serious. And it's, and, and it's not to put person in shame. That's not what the deal is. I'm, 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 I want to share my truth. I want to tell my ugliness. I want to tell my side of the story because I don't want to continue to live my life in misery. I don't want to continue to live my life in resentment. I don't want to continue to live my life in a bitterness state. I don't want to be depressed. I don't want to be angry. I don't want that anymore. I want to live my life abundantly the way how God intended for me to live my life. Every time he wakes me up in the morning, it's a brand new day. It's a fresh new day. And I do not want to contaminate it by my own bad emotions. This is the day that the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. So this is the day that I'm going to rejoice. This is the day that I will go ahead and speak my heart to God. This is the day that I ask God to give me the strength to share my truth and my story to those that are in need of. This is the day for me to truly let people know that, yeah, I'm a victim of of being a molested child. I'm a victim of being hurt. I'm a victim of being, you know, mistreated. I'm a victim of that. But you know what? God had delivered me from that. So I'm victorious. You know, I'm not I'm not living my life as a victim anymore because I spoke my truth. I speak my truth and I stand by my truth. And now I could be able to be a blessing to others who have been there, done that. And I can tell them, my beloved, listen, I know that pain. I know that anger. I know that resentment. But guess what? You're the one that's holding that bottle of poison. Even though you looking at that person that caused all this in the first place, yet they live in their life freedom. But you still holding on to that poison. How long are you going to keep on drinking that liquor? Mmm. Woo. How long are you going to keep drinking that liquor? How long are you going to keep on, you know, dousing yourself like that? Every time you think of what that person did to you, you're going to keep on just gulping it down. And you're killing yourself every time you think about it. Absolutely not, honey. I love my life. That's how I keep, that's how I say my, I love my life. So what I'm going to do, I'm going to do what's nice. What I'm going to do what's easy. I'm going to go ahead and just release it to God. I'm going to go ahead and share my truth. Now, here's the thing. You're going to have people that's going to debate. You know that when you start speaking your truth to family members and stuff, you're going to have people that's going to debate you. Uh, that's going to try to manipulate the whole conversation, manipulate the whole story, and then turn around, make it as if you are confused or that you are crazy or that you don't know what you're talking about. You're going to have people like that. But don't, don't, don't let that mess get you distracted. You stand bold to your truth because God knows you speak in truth. So God got your back. So you go ahead and you stand firm and rooted and speak in your truth. Now, once you have, once you have spoken your truth, you let them know at the end of the day, I have forgiven you. At the end of the day, I still love you, but I don't want to be around you. I don't want to have a relationship with you right now because now I, I, I need to heal. 
Right now, I I need to really ask God to clean me up from the inside. Okay, it's nothing wrong with saying that to that person, especially to the person that caused this pain in the first place. It's nothing wrong with telling people, you know, uh, you know that, yeah, I forgive you. It's nothing wrong because God wants us to forgive. And it's a process. You know, you're not going to say it probably right off the bat. I understand that, y'all. I get it. I get it. I get it. But at some point, you're going to have to do it. Because if you want God to forgive you for your sins, you want God to forgive you for your ugliness, for your nastiness, for your craziness, mm-hmm, then you know what? You're going to eventually have to forgive those who had hurted you and persecuted you, who had tried to kill you, who tried to, to you know, drown you, drown your, your gifts, drown your, your you know, just, just totally want to get rid of you. Right? But that's a process. Yes, I know. But guess what? You're not forgiving them for them. You're doing it for yourself. Because again, you don't want to continue to drink that wine or poison anymore. You don't want to continue to drink that poison. Because that's all you're doing. Every time you you reflect on the memories of what that person did to you, you are gulping down. You, you, you get angry, you get bitter, you get upset. And you're like, I got to get away from here. I cannot deal with this. And I get it. I understand that. But after a while, it starts to be taxing on your body. And then you want to know why you be, you going to the doctor so much. You want to know why you, you're gaining so much weight. You want to know why you, you're starting to get so easily addicted to candy or sugar or cakes or smokes or, you know, or, 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 or alcohol or even sex for that matter. You, there's, there's, some, there's some type of self-medicated stuff that y'all doing. Come on with it. You know what you're doing out there. And like I said, it only lasts for a while. But you got to understand, it's, it's not going to, it's not going to uproot the problem. At some point, you're going to have to cry out to God and say, God, I need you to heal me right now. Because this is a long time of pain that I have kept hidden or I have kept in my heart for half of my life. And I'm afraid, I'm scared. I don't know what people are going to say. I don't know how they're going to take my truth, God. But God, I trust you because you are with me. And guess what? He will strengthen you through that ordeal. He will help you through that challenge. He will help you through that. We need to get our family affairs in order. We need to deal with it. And I'm going to share with you a few things, you know, as to uh, what you need to do, you know, or how to, uh, avoid, if you will, <laughs> you know, family drama or family issues or what have you. First of all, do not try to fix it. Do not try to fix a difficult person. Do not try it, honey. Don't do it. I try that so many times through the years of my life being married. I could tell you right now, ain't do no good. Ain't do no good. I tell you, ain't do no good. Do not try to fix it. Cause you ain't God. I'm just saying He is the one that can fix the heart of man better than we can do it. All we can do is pray for them and love them. And I know that word love can be really tricky sometimes, especially when that person doesn't love you back the way God loves you. But guess what? You don't look at that. You look at the way God loves you. You don't look at how that person treats you or mistreats you because that's when it gets even more trickier, right? 
You focus on God's love. You focus on the promises of what God said, what he would do for you when it comes to people persecuting you, when people lie on you or people that deny you or what have you. You talk to God and let God heal you from the inside out. Do not try to fix difficult people. Please do not do that. You're wasting your time. And that's including in the family. The next thing, guys, be present and be honest. As I said before, you stand bold to your truth. Stand bold to your truth, beloved. Tell them it's time. This this needs to be dealt with. You're not you're not being a Debbie Downer, but this is the time that needs that family needs to know what's going on. This is the time for you to be free. Don't worry about anybody else. And if it's a private matter, if you want to make it a private matter with that person that has caused the trauma in your life, then you do that. Make it make it a a, a private matter between him and her, between you and her. Okay, or whoever that person is. But you stand bold to your truth. Do not allow their their trickery to distract you or have you to second guess your reasons as to why you have to say your truth. No, you stand bold. God got your back. The third thing, be sympathetic, but not gullible. Meaning that, you know, you be sympathetic to the person that is speaking their truth. Because you got family members in there that are dealing with some very sensitive issues. And you got people who have been brought in a trauma, in a trauma, in a traumatic situation. And they have, you know, dealt with this for so long that it has mentally has, it has put their mind in a mush state. That they really don't know what way, which way to go. And they're so overwhelmed, they're broken, they're bitter, they're angry, they're hurt, and this, that, or whatever. And when they do express their pain and they do express their reason as to why they don't want to do this anymore, don't stand there and say, I understand. Well, you know what? It's over now. You know, you come on. Just go ahead and 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 just, just move forward. Don't say stuff like that. That doesn't help the issue, and it doesn't help them either. Okay, you just say sis or bro or cousin or nephew or mom or dad, I'm with you. I love you. And we're going to get through this together. Period. And the last thing, shut the door, but don't lock it. I say that because this is the time when you're dealing with family affairs and family issues and family drama. It's time to just shut the door from all of that craziness. Once you have expressed what you need to express, once you have heard what you have heard and you let it all absorb in your spirit, once you have said what you needed to say in a loving fashion, okay, you're done with it. If the family members still want to continue to play tit for tat, if they still want to go ahead and rumble, they still want to go ahead and and keep on fussing and cussing and getting mad at each other, slam the doors, whatever they want to do, honey, you go ahead and, and you walk out of it, okay? You close the door, meaning that you leave it alone, you move it on with your life, you got your own family drama, you got your own family issues to deal with, right? But don't lock the door, meaning that, you know, there's going to be a time where that family member may call you and they may need to eat. They may need your ear or your heart because they're going through something. So be there for them. Ask God to give you the words. Ask God to give you the patience and the understanding when they come, come to you or when they call you. Be there for them in love because that's how God is with us. We come to him and pour in our junk to him. Come on, somebody. God don't shut the door on us, does he not? Mm-mm. He's right there taking it all in. And he gives us his medicine. He gives us his peace. He gives us, he gives us his joy. 
He give us, you know, that, that peace that surpasses all understanding. Oh, yes. And see, when your peace has been compromised, baby doll, it is time to move on. It is time to say, okay, you know what? I'm just going to go ahead and pack my bags. I love you, sis. I love you, bro. I love you, auntie. I love you, uncle. I love you, mom and dad. I love you, whoever. And I'm getting ready to go ahead and travel back to my destination because I am not going to get swallowed up in this ball of confusion. Nope. I'm not going to do that because I love me. I love my space. I love my peace. And I'm not going to allow anybody or anything to take my peace and break it and shrivel up and step on it. And uh uh-uh, no, no. You work too hard to get to that level of peace. That peace is very, very expensive. Anybody knows what I'm talking about? Say hallelujah. You know what I'm talking about. It took you a long time to get to that status of peace that surpasses all understanding. Yes, it's a process, baby. Okay. And now that you are there, you are not going to let any Tom, Dick or Harry, any Bobo or Rashida or or Homie the Clown or whoever to come up here and cause chaos in your, in your, in your, in your mind. No, you're not. Not today, devil. Not today. Okay. So listen, guys, we're going to continue on with this series, you know, getting your house in order. I may continue on talking about family affairs, but if not, we're going to continue on to something else. But I pray that this has been a blessing to you. I pray this came out right on time for you. I pray that you take this at heart and, and really apply this to your life. You know, you, you know, you got family issues. You know, there's some drama going on. And whenever God puts in your heart to go ahead and speak your truth about some things, you do it with boldness and you do it and you do it with confidence and knowing that God got you. And if you have to admit that you were wrong, admit it and ask for apology, ask for forgiveness and all, I would say ask for forgiveness, I would say, right? And move forward. If they don't accept your forgiveness, that is okay. That is okay. That is okay. It's time for you to get healed. They got to work on it on their, on, their, on their own. But now it's time for you to get healed. Yes. So we're going to close out with a prayer, guys. I love you so much. Again, thank you for those who are continuing to support my podcast. I appreciate you. Oh, my goodness. You are the bomb.com. Hello. <laughs> right. And definitely, guys, if you want to continue on to uh, support my podcast or what have you, uh, please feel free to do so. Um, and, uh, continue to connect with me, you know, through all the different, um, uh, 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 podcast streams out there. Um, you know, podcast, uh, cast box, um, overcast, all the other, um, areas that you guys listening to me, all the different platforms and go ahead and show your love that way. Um, I truly do appreciate that. Um, and I definitely take it all in. But thank you so much for your love. So we're going to close up with a prayer. Thank you, God, for this platform. Thank you, God, for my listeners. Thank God for all of those who are listening all over the world. Thank you, God, for this beautiful family that you have blessed me with. I pray that this seed will be planted to every single listener out there and that they will take it at heart. And at that very moment, no matter where they are right now, that they will cry out your name and ask you to come into their heart and to heal them and deliver them once and for all from all of the pain, all of the heartache, all of the abuse, or whatever that they endure during their life while here on this earth so they can learn how to be free and to live more abundantly. That's exactly what you have for us every day. You wake us up in the morning to live more abundantly and to rejoice and be glad and be and, and enjoy the gifts of your grace and mercy, brand new grace and mercy. We give you praise today in Jesus' name. Amen.